How's everybody doing? My name is Miguel with the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. It has been uh, a few months, I want to say, or a few episodes that I uh, haven't recorded a podcast uh, with just P. Ross and myself. It typically always involves a guest and P. Ross doing a cool intro, but uh, I'll, I'll have P. Ross do an intro of some sort because I know people love that. But uh, without further ado, uh, P., good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. You know, every day above ground is a good day. And really think about that, right? Um, God gives you the opportunity to to live another day and, and maybe do something productive with your life. Uh, so live life, and I know it sounds cliche, but live life as if it was your last day on earth, because you, you really don't have tomorrow promise. But when... absolutely. I don't Absolutely. know if, if you agree with me, but when people say uh, live life to the fullest or whatever, it, it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, right? For some people, it could be let's go out and party and drink and, and do dumb that, you know, stuff, crap. But for me specifically is is being there maybe for your family, loving uh, people and, and trying to leave a little... I don't know, a, a footprint, if you will, in, in, in life and in your legacy, right? Because think about this. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be remembered. Mm-hmm. And think about not that far from now, right? Um, if you think about maybe your grandparents or your great-grandparents, how much do you really know about them? Right. Right? right. I, I, I couldn't tell you that I know much about my granddad because he passed away when my father was young. So... That is pretty sad because I wish I knew more about him, but right, there right. was no internet. There was no nothing. So I, I, I love personally, I love doing this, not just talk about watches, but also leave maybe some kind of footage behind for my loved ones in the future. Um, so they know what sure. I was into. They know what, what my thought process was, and maybe they could feel the same way. Maybe add on to that and, and complete their own legacy. But I'm getting very right. philosophical in a, in a watch podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I just want to kind of add to that. You know what I mean? Um, God made it possible. Even if you're doing wrong and doing dirt, he made it possible so that the sun comes out on you every day. Absolutely. And absolutely. blesses you with that. Yeah, no matter absolutely. how bad, how crazy, how silly you are. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yo, just just try to be a better person. A hundred percent. That's what all we can do, you know, and, and with social media being such a, a, a positive tool and a negative tool at the same time, it's kind of like a double edged sword. And um, what I what I personally try to do, and I think a lot of people that know me know this is like, you reach out to me, you thank me for my work, you thank me for but whatever my my inspiration that I give you, which sounds kind of weird sometimes, you know, people say you inspired me to do this or you and and it feels really nice, you know, because it's like, man, right, that's exactly what I wanted to do when I started. You are this. a inspiration, sir. You are as well, P. Ross, and, that, and that's I'm, what I want to continue to be. Not, I'm not an inspiration. You are, I'm believe me, believe me. Hey. It's like, look, we may not be watch experts, right? We may not be whatever you 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 want to call there's plenty of people with tons of knowledge but what we bring to the watch community i i feel uh, at least that's just my thought process is our genuine feelings and thoughts about just different things and whether it's a, a inexpensive watch a very expensive watch we just bring something different culturally 
right? Um, and, and just, I don't know, being being in different parts of the U.S. makes a difference too, because you know, economically we, we view things a little different as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I I love when people really reach out, and you know, Bobby, if you're listening, he's one of our big fans. Oh yeah, uh, he just recently picked up Nana Tutor. He's a Tutor Bro. Congratulations, Tutor, tutor. Bro. <laughs> but uh, no, we have a lot of supporters around the world, and it's incredible. It's incredible to think that when you and I started this podcast. I mean, it was, it was for fun and it still continues to be for fun, but never in a million years that I think people Did you would think it be. would get this far? No. And, and not only that, but uh, inspiring other people, right. And, and actually influencing other people to buy a certain thing. Like I've, I've gotten several messages from people about the Omega Speedmaster that I own the reference number 3511, which is a reverse Panda from the nineties. And it's like, I, I honestly just fell in love with that watch uh, when I bought it not because of a review like honestly the i don't know if you know the story but i i started out with wanting an omega speedmaster professional but i didn't have the money uh or i i shouldn't say i didn't have the money i didn't have the the fun funds money to spend on that and not only that it was early into my watch collecting journey a watch that was 200 dollars for me was too expensive so to think that i was gonna drop three four five k on a watch this is ridiculous i i I wouldn't you know well you you bought that watch well at a reasonable price but now it's gone up in value ain't it so the story goes i i bought the the that reference number the omega speedmaster by Mm -hmm. the way if you don't know about it i I do have a full uh review on my on my uh, youtube channel so my english channel my spanish channel so basically it uses a value 770 50 or 7750 as opposed to the other iterations kind of like the the schumacher and the um the reduce what they call the reduce because those use a debris de bois uh movement which is a piggyback movement uh, stacked on chronograph on top of that movement and the way you can tell is on the side of the the profile of the watch the chronograph pushes and the crown don't line up on those mine does mine lines mm. up straight but those don't so anyway i picked up the first i picked up the omega speedmaster reduce that looks very similar to the professional right i got it and i didn't know what to expect uh and i was not impressed it seemed very small to me uh but furthermore the reason why i returned it within like a day or two was because the seller told me that it was uh service and the chronograph hand was almost at the five minute mark when it was not on and right. I'm like, wait, that's not that's not how it's supposed to be, right? Um, and it just, it just felt weird. And the, and the guy was in California, luckily, so it was easy to return, get my money back. And I was like, okay, well, let me look for another one. But I was like, you know what? Do I really want that reference number, which, uh, what was it, 3,500 or 30? I, I forget the reference number, but it, it's uh, the reduced, the one that looks exactly like the, the professional. But I ended up looking around. I saw the Schumachers that were a little out of my price range. I saw some of the different iterations. But when I stumbled upon this reverse Panda, it just spoke to me because I was really in love with the Speedy Tuesday, which is a Panda version of the Speedy. But again, it was super expensive. So I kind of I I felt the connection between that one and this one. And I said, you know what? I, I do like it. But the more research I started doing on it, I found out that it was a Japan version japan only version which people call jdm japanese domestic market and i was like all right i'm sold because i'm a car guy you know honda's been near and dear since i was young fast and the furious and all that stuff and tuning and fixing up a vehicle so from the get 
uh, when I got that, it, it was just, it's just, just different. It spoke to me differently. So anyway, that's why I bought it. But to think years now, years later, number one, the watch did go up in value. I got it for, and I'm fully transparent. It's, it was 1350, 1350 bucks. And now they're going for a little bit more than that. Have they gained crazy momentum and crazy value? No, but I am seeing them a lot more. Cause when I started, like I said, I, there wasn't a lot of reviews and pictures and everything. Right. And I like to think that I'm one of the guys that's putting a lot of images and, and I guess influencing people to saying, hey, wake up. There is a lot of value to be had in, in these neo vintage pieces. And we all want modern pieces, at least for the most part. I'm, I, I'm generalizing here, but for the most part, we do just because of the specs, right? Water resistance. You don't have to worry about the servicing and all that. I mean, it's nice to have a nice, uh, a new watch, but to go back into something that's vintage or neo vintage number one you're going to save money but number two is just the charm to say hey this is cool right it's right. no longer in production and th this is super cool and who wore this i don't know who wore this right. i mean it could have been a military person it could have been a president it could have been i don't know you know <laughs> anybody sure. yeah but what are your feelings about uh kind of vintage pieces versus modern pieces because i know you know you have both i mean um, feeling about it well you know i love vintage like yeah vintage is my stuff yeah um, is there a reason why is it is it the aesthetic is it the price is it it's, it's most likely the aesthetic because i notice i'm a certain type of vintage guy yeah you know what i mean like very minimalist um uh somewhere between like 35 millimeters and maybe 39 or 38 something like that yeah you know um like i just love the aesthetic of a nice vintage piece and it it really it's nostalgia for me you know what i'm saying because i saw my pop wear some of these older watches yeah you know so i mean i love them i love them to death um i have no problem wearing a smaller watch um i feel like there are some smaller watches that actually look good on me yeah you know and i make it work so and you have you know, a big wrist seven and a half how big yeah. is your wrist seven and a quarter seven and a quarter well yeah. let's before we move forward I, I i keep noticing your watch and i'm like we haven't done a, a wrist check so oh and i, I need to do check? an official intro too yeah of course let's start off yeah. with an official intro that's what 10 15 minutes in and, and right, we'll do right, the wrist check right. do your thing p ross right. Yo, 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 what's up, people? This your boy, P. Ross, back in the building with the mm. SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. And That's today's right. guest, my man, my ace, Boom Coon, in the building, we have Miguel from SoCal Watch <laughs> Reviews. Give it up for him. What an intro. What an intro. <laughs> Get it. Oh, and by the way, SoCal Watch Reviews Podcast is the best watch podcast out there. We are TGV certified. So that is that is hundred percent accurate. That is hundred percent accurate. By the way, so let's do a wrist check and then we'll we'll do some shout outs. What are you wearing today? I am wearing yeah, the official watch of the SoCal. Why don't we take this joint off, man? Because it's beautiful. If the official people haven't watch. seen this in the metal. You should definitely see it in the middle. The official watch of the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast, right Seiko. here in the building. Flight Master, Seiko, SNA 411. Flight Master, yes, sir. On a king leather strap. Shout out 
to Andrew from King Leathercraft. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I, I can't believe they still make that model. You know, it's been years yeah. uh-huh. and, and they're still super affordable, like 250, right. 260. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, guys, if, if you're into Navitimers, if you're into yes, super sir. crazy looking complications, this is a watch you definitely want to check out. I would not be surprised if they would go up in value. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, TGV has been, been, you know, raving about them for years, but anyway. The and the Christoph- movement is nice too. I'm sorry. Good. Yeah. It's not a metal quartz, but mm-hmm. it, but it definitely has an alarm yeah. function. Yeah. Function. I mean, I was chronograph, mm-hmm. of course. Right. Uh, it's a beautiful watch. I own it obviously. And, and I, I wear it rarely, but I, every time I do is this kind of, I don't know. It's, it, it is this very inspirational to think I have something on the wrist that costs sub $300 yet looks in par with watches a lot more expensive right. than that, you know? So yes, Seiko's just charming like that. They could, they could do stuff like that. But today on the wrist, I have, you guys could check out a review of this. I just dropped it. Christopher yeah. Ward Aquitaine. This is the bronze version, 41 millimeters. It plays homage to the Blanc Pond 50 Fathoms. And and I love it, man. Honestly, for a little over $1,000, you get a Salita SW200-1, mm. which is cost certified. And uh, Sapphire Bezel, I mean, crunchy, crunchy, really, really crunchy. Great loom on this, great specifications. It's a little bit less than 47 millimeters from lug to lug, a hair over 12 millimeters uh, thick. This is the the iteration with the bronze case. As I said, it has patinaed. Uh, bronze watches are not my jam. This is the very first bronze watch that I that I ever have in my hands. I don't know how I feel about it. It's really cool to have those warm tones, but it does patina, you know, um, mm. and obviously. And and I'm really weird with my watches. I like my watches to look nice and clean. I'm constantly, you know, cleaning them and all that. So right. bronze is, is one of those things that I maybe get into in the future but i don't know about now but christopher ward man i mean incredible stuff uh oh yeah absolutely definitely uh an independent i I don't call them a micro brand anymore obviously they they, they're an independent that's affordable and and in my opinion i see the the realm of independence going up obviously fp jorns and uh, you know uh mbnf and and uh, a bunch of different uh brands out there that uh too many to name that are that are going up in value like crazy so christopher ward if you haven't checked them out i definitely encourage you to do so uh great company love them yes sir <laughs> yes sir absolutely can we i'm gonna um read the uh the tagline for this watch right quick off of the yeah website. absolutely absolutely um inspired by the iconic blonde pond 50 fathoms Mm-hmm. Built for the demands of today, the C65 is reborn. Three radically redesigned and upgraded retro dive watches with a curved sapphire bezel that has an elegant and as tough. Meet the C65 Aquitaine Automatic, C65 Aquitaine GMT, and the C65 Aquitaine Bronze with 5% of the proceeds oh, donated funny. to the blue marine foundation i forgot about that yeah. that's that's another good thing that christopher ward does obviously they they partnered up with tide in the past uh, hashtag tide uh with their straps and and a portion of that goes to the 
the oceans, right? And and right. yeah, you're you're right. They partnered up with the Blue Marine Foundation for this one. And how cool is that, right? To how cool is it to know that you're buying a really cool product and mm-hmm. a portion of it is actually helping the environment. Right. Not a lot of people could exactly. say that, right? No, not at all. And uh, I mean, we, we, we focus a lot on these big brands like Rolex and Tudor and Breitling and whatnot. And, and I, I'm not sure about Breitling, but I'm pretty sure Tudor and, and Rolex probably haven't given a portion of the proceeds to something. I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to be corrected. But um, as of late, I don't think they have. And it's cool to see right. smaller brands kind of show their muscles, right? And flex oh, their yeah. muscles. So, For sure. But yeah. let's go back to that TGV. So I, I he he recently he came on the podcast to celebrate episode 100, which we appreciated. Uh, that was that was super cool. And yeah. all of a sudden we uh, we collaborated right with uh, with another podcast uh, with the uh, Mike right? Uh, no, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Joe. Uh, Spring Bar yeah, podcast. Spring Bar Joe, podcast. That yeah. is correct. We just had him on. Shout and, out to Spring Bar podcast. A hundred percent, and uh, Joe, super cool guy, super knowledgeable, and Mr. Uh, Belova, Mr. Belova, that's what we're gonna call Mr. Belova. And Mr. The, the, Belova. the crazy thing is, um, how things work, right? We we had an episode about Belova or Belova, whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden I get a message from TGV, and he's like, "Hey." You know, I've checked out your latest podcast, and funny enough, I'm working on a Bulova uh, video as well. Which, by the way, that's mm-hmm. like a documentary; it's like a 30 minute long video. Right. It's incredible. And he's like, "Is it okay if I include you guys in my video?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I sent them sure. the footage. He took a, a part of it, and we are now officially in the actual Urban Gentry channel. So having checked it out, go check it out. He he, he gave us a little shout out. And it's incredible, man, to have the godfather of like the watch YouTube space give you that seal of approval, right? And, and be like, right, hey, so. I like you guys, not just enough to go on your show, but to constantly be giving you a shout out. And uh, the, the craziest thing is for me, though, uh, on top of that being special, one of, one of the first things he did before putting us in his video was um, he typically doesn't use his community tab. I think he only has like two posts, like ever. And right, we were like, yeah. the second post, he gave us a shout out. He's like, if you haven't checked out these guys, go check them out. And I mean, that was yeah. huge, right? So amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I, he, he always somebody like in the watch community that you want to collaborate with. Yeah. So when it actually happened, it was like, okay, this is surreal. You know, yeah. it's about to be fun. And okay, we got him you know yeah but but taking it a step further it wasn't just like a surreal moment and kind of like we did it right it was to stay in touch with them and get shout outs and continue to collaborate with him in a way where it wasn't even planned it's cool because that just shows you that we really hit it off with them and uh, I'll, i'll take it a step further you know when when you think in life that your goals and your dreams and impossibilities are just not a reality and you kind of just give up that's when you're wrong you know think about this right it's like p ross and and myself we've been doing this for for a while now you know youtube and and the podcast and instagram and whatnot and obviously our our goals are always to keep growing as much as we can obviously that hasn't happened but we can't control that right but 
the satisfaction that I get is collaborating with these big names, right? Oh yeah, and um, getting I I guess even more of a satisfaction. I could only speak for myself, and I'll, I'll get your opinion, Pete. But getting the seal of approval or the respect from my peers that I know are very respected in the watch world it means the world to me and 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 the fans too I mean, and it sounds funny saying fans but supporters of of our podcast right. and, and the channel how do you feel about them um i was watching something interesting um snoop dog was on drink champs i don't know okay. if you watch drink champs podcast no uh-uh. um, with noriega and they usually they ask a question they ask like a series of questions sure the last question was loyalty or respect mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, they choose either one. And Snoop Dogg said love. Wow. You know what I mean? And you know what? That That's what we're receiving is love. You know what I'm saying? Loyalty, respect, and love. Yeah. You know, so um, it's definitely something that we need to recognize a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we don't have to have it. No, we are not up there where we think we should be but we are getting the love we deserve for sure yeah and and honestly it's like i i I realize that a lot of these big channels maybe they have a huge following but they don't really know a a group of their fans or or followers or supporters because it's just it just gets out of control and it's it's being controlled almost like a corporation like this big you know machine and and the cool thing, and I, I think we could pride ourselves in saying this, is that our our channel, since they're not huge and our podcast is not huge, we we have a lot more control. Uh, I don't want to say control, I guess. Let me rephrase that. We have a lot more uh, one-on-one interactions, I should say, with with our with our right. audience. And I'm always very open, and P. Ross is very open. We always invite people and say, hey, you seem like a cool person you seem knowledgeable enough to to be on a right. podcast about watches you want to talk you want to you want to come on a lot of people are intimidated I, i've had a lot of people say i appreciate you asking but i don't feel comfortable for x y and z but that doesn't mean i don't want to be on i wish i could be on and, right. and we respect that right we respect right. that and and uh i don't know right. just just thank you i know we've been talking about the same thing maybe you want to hear some watch yeah. talk so here it goes I was just talking to P. Ross before I hit the record button about um, watches that do not meet the hype when you get them, right? Um, and I have a few, and P. Ross has a few. And it, it could be for a number of reasons, right? It could be in the pictures that looks a certain way or it wears differently when you get it or it just it speaks to you in the, in the images. But then when you get it, you're like, hmm, I don't know about this one. You know what I mean? So, P. Ross, let's start off with you. What's one watch that you, you, um, you know? It's a Hamilton. Mm. It's a, Ham- a Quartz Hamilton that I have. I believe the reference number is 8566. Okay. Um, It's about 35 millimeters. Vintage? Uh, vintage. Vintage. Yes, yeah, vintage. Mm-hmm. It's from mm-hmm. the 80s. Um, Gold plated. And the dial has this funky like charcoal dial, but it plays kind of with the light, which is why I bought it. Cause in the pictures, it looked good. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? So when I got it, it, it's just not hitting for me. 
You know no. what I mean? I hardly wear it. Matter of fact, it is on sale right now. So if you're interested, you can DM me, you know what I'm saying, at Ross Wristwatch Love on Instagram. But anyway, that's beside the point. But no, nah, it just don't speak to me, man. You know what I mean? It's uh uh it's who yeah i'm just not with it got it well i mean that makes sense uh i mean images you know don't do uh, watches justice right. in a negative way or in a positive way for me let me get into my first one so the tutor gmt and i have yet to drop a review on this it's an amazing watch obviously it's it's from the lineage of rolex right from the same foundation that owns them um it's a beautiful watch like i said but for me and i knew this going in i knew it was going to be a big watch because i don't have a huge wrist six and seven eighth inch wrist i don't have a huge wrist and i knew that it was going to be big not only is it big it's heavy so when i wear it on the bracelet man it is heavy like the whole day i'm just like i can't wait to take it Mm. off um but uh Full transparency. I, I I had the money, right? I I allocated some funds to to buying a nice piece and the Tudor GMT. Obviously, I'm a Tudor fanboy. It was something that really spoke Tudor to bro. me, and I couldn't. Yeah, Tudor Bros. Like I couldn't. Um, I couldn't wait. I was like, I know Tudor's going to be releasing a GMT, right? Which they did not in the form of a Pepsi, which is why I'm not buying a Pro. But um, anyway, yeah, I I, I got the watch and. I don't know. You know that feeling that you get when you get a watch and it just it, it's that unexplainable feeling that like you connect with the watch and you're like, right. Oh, I didn't get that with this watch. I, I right. admire it. I look at the chamfers. I look at the bezel. I look at the GMT hand. It's 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 good. It's a good watch. It just does not speak to me for whatever reason. Right. Now, when I wear my Q Timex because it has that Pepsi bezel, the way mm-hmm. that it wears, I'm like, if the Tudor wore like this, it would go nowhere. It would stay in the right. collection forever. So that's one of the watches that was, I don't want to say underwhelming because it's, it's, it's a great watch, but it's just not for me because of the size and the weight. Right. Uh, do I re- regret getting it? No, because now I get to review it. I got a few months to enjoy it and maybe I'm going to flip it. I'll maybe tell you guys what i'm gonna do at the end but uh i'm not sure but anyway p ross let's talk about another watch oh man let's see there's so many <laughs> um there's a time a vintage timex marlin uh from 19 i want to say 1975 76 something like that um the one that looks like the reissues that they've reissued Okay. Uh, again, looking at the pictures, dial looks great. Everything is good with this watch, but again, it's like I love that that style of Marlin, mm-hmm. but it is it just don't speak to me, man. No, hmm. I don't. I don't know why. You know what I mean? I can't. I think I've only wore it like two or three times. You know what I mean? And I love Venice Timex. And this is just one that just it's not working for me. I done put it on all different type of straps. I even tried NATOs. You know they don't look good on NATO. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just don't speak to me like that. Not like the one um, that I got from um, our boy Omar. 
You know what I'm saying? Now that that Marlin is fire. But that's new. That's not. Yeah, that's a new one. That's a new one. You know, not only I think it's because this one has a date complication on it. Mm. So that's kind of that was kind of weird for me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think that it would bother me as much. But when I look at the date complication, it, it kind of, you know, bothers me a little bit. So, yeah. Got it. No, that's a, that's a good one, man. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of another one that I that I saw that I was not impressed. So here here's one. <sighs> People are going to hate me for this. So I don't own this watch, but uh, I, I'm not a huge Rolex Daytona fanboy. I never have been. They're they're okay. I mean, I like the vintage ones a little better, but I had never really seen one in the metal until I went to Torno to pick up my Black Bay, and I I believe they had one. I didn't even handle it. I just saw it in the display, and it just for something that's so hyped and something that's so expensive, where it's just look, it's in front of you, and it's this small little piece. It's just nothing to do with the watch. I think I was more hating on the hype. Because right. it just kills it, right? You're like, all right, Mr. Watch, you're being hyped by the market and by half of the world. Well, what do you have to offer? And then you look at it and you're like, not impressive. This is right. it's a cool watch, but that's about it. And and I think I would feel the same way, honestly, towards like a Nautilus 5711. Like I have yet to see one in the metal, but that's one of those watches that I think I'm going to be so underwhelmed by it because... Mm. If you think about it, I mean, it's an expensive watch, like thirty something oh, yeah. thousand dollars retail. Yes, sir. But they're going for almost two hundred thousand or something yeah. like that. It's just stupid. Mm-hmm. And and I keep hearing from different people that are knowledgeable within the the space of Patek Philippe that that watch is not worth over retail. Maybe right. fifty, maybe sixty. Some people argue, but not a hundred and eighty thousand or whatever the hell is going for. Right. But they still buying them. But why is it FOMO? Is it fear missing out of like, oh, I need to buy because my investment or well, what is it? I think for some people it's an investment piece. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, but I don't see how much more you can make if you're paying one hundred eighty thousand for it. No, but I guess and, and, the flipper getting paid. So, and and I heard I've been I've been seeing a lot of videos and uh, podcasts. I think it's mostly videos talking about uh rolex prices actually softening and yeah. uh things going down and, and and it's kind of on a downwards uh spiral is it is it a, a bubble bursting i don't necessarily think so i think things are just softening up because of what's going on in the in the market right i mean right. everybody keeps talking about a recession and i i believe it i mean things got out of control inflation is just insane mm. real estate is crazy so right yeah i, I noticed there there is a lot of videos from these uh these great market dealers, uh, like uh, like well, Roman and Sharp, Harris. um, who else? Uh, CRM Jewelers, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Saying that you know they ain't buying no more Rolexes, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to get stuck with them. It's all the AP you know? game so, now, AP and Patek and AP and Patek, yeah, yeah. So whatever, man. Another watch. Uh, so Marlin, we got the Daytona. What what other ones? Your turn uh anything invicta you know what i'm not gonna say anything invicta i'm sorry i'm not gonna say anything invicta i bought a daytona homage and invicta speedway or is this invicta speciality 
didn't your wife give you that for like an anniversary? Not or? that one. Not that oh, one. No, not that that one. one. Okay. no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gave that away. But and when I look at the comparison to the Daytona, it's nowhere close. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like the the foot pushes don't work for real. They just there for show. Are you serious? Oh man, yeah, I'm dead serious. Um. Uh, it it looks good as rose gold with like the brown dot. I think you've seen it before. Maybe you know what I mean. Um, it it, it's, it just wasn't hitting, and that watch has already been sold too. So if you was looking for that one, it's gone. Got it. Gone. You know got it. I mean? Yeah, but well, well, I wasn't feeling it. One that I could talk about, but actually the opposite happened to me was a Hamilton khaki field mechanic. Oh. So when I got that, you know this, I got it because I was like, you know what? Everybody keeps talking about it being a great value, right? You get a Swiss movement, Swiss watch for like less than 400 bucks. Like I need to check one out, right? So I put my money where my mouth was and I was like, all right, let's, 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 I've said it before that it was so good, but I've never seen one. So might as well buy it, right? Right. I did. And when I got it, man, I was just so underwhelmed, so underwhelmed. Like I was looking at this thing and i'm like why does everybody talk about this i don't get it i right. really don't get it right put it back on the box uh i was gonna return it i bought it to the drama shop but i said you know what I, I obviously need to give this watch an opportunity and to review it i can't just return it i mean i already have it so i did you know i started wearing it and yeah i mean it, it took a little bit but slowly i started warming up to it and now I'm right. in my core collection it's it's incredible and and what it is is the quality built of it so what got me in the beginning that kind of turned me off was the simplicity of it right the, there's nothing there type of thing it's just numbers on a dial and it just it, it does what it does mm-hmm. but the quality build is incredible the wine yeah. the case the nato that it comes with right top notch yeah, so I, I really, truly recommend that piece. Granted, it has its downfalls. Loon sucks. <laughs> There's just yeah. no going around the loon sucks. Yeah. The um, the lugs extend a little too much. So when you switch it from right. the NATO to like another strap, it does look a little weird. But it, it's meant to be worn on the NATO. It's a military watch. You know, it's a field right. watch. So that for me is one of those things that 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 went from a negative to a positive do you do you have those type of watches that you first got and you're like i'm not feeling it but then you fell in yeah, love with them yeah absolutely yeah um oh man i felt like that about the hamilton khaki the automatic or the automatic the king or which one king khaki king khaki right here oh, that's the one with that. the with the date wind on the at the 12 o'clock right yeah right here that's a beautiful piece, man. Yeah, you I felt, felt that like that? that. Yeah, I felt like that because I was too much into the hype of the uh, khaki mechanical. Oh, you know okay. what I mean, and you know, but this one grew on me a lot. It grew yeah, on me it's, a lot. it's really nice. I like that piece. One. You know what I mean, and it's banging on that yellow straps code, the, the Zari strap, boy. Ooh. Yeah, that Ooh. looks pretty. Looks pretty crazy, man. Yeah, you have a winder? Is that a winder? Yeah, I don't have a winder. Yeah, why not? Maybe I should get one. <laughs> you should, man. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, man. And then I got the uh the Seiko SKX killer right here in this one. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't know about that. Speaking of the Seiko SKX killer, which is uh, obviously your Orient, right? It's an right. Orient. Orient Ray 2. Yeah, man. So let me, I, I said I was going to kind of maybe let people know why I want to get rid of the tutor and what maybe I'm going to get into. So I've been really considering a Grand Seiko. However, they're definitely going up in value, right? So all the new ones are out of my range. I'm not going to pay $8,000, $9,000, $10,000 for a Grand Seiko. It's right. just not happening. I was really considering the Snowflake, but in doing my research, I noticed that it's a huge watch. It's it's pretty much the same dimensions as, as a Tudor. Obviously, maybe not a stick, mm. a little different, but it is a 41 millimeter and it's all dial. There is no bezel. There's no nothing. So it right. does wear a little big. So I don't know. I'm on the fence about that one. Uh, it is titanium. So weight would not be an issue. And, it is. and, and, and I could comfortably say that I would be able to sell this one and pretty much acquire that one, maybe with a difference of two, three hundred dollars. So it wouldn't right. be crazy. It will be kind of within that range. But that's one that I'm considering. Uh, another one that I'm considering is and I don't have the reference for this one, but it's the uh, Grand Seiko GMT, the one that Brandon Menancio has that has yeah. uh, it's kind of like an ivory dial with like right. a blued gmt hand it's an automatic yeah. that one's actually really well proportioned but it's more of a dress piece so you can't right you know yeah. just get it wet and i don't know right but uh so yeah those are the two that i'm really considering uh getting cool. getting rid of the two to four but one that i'm actually saving for and i already told my wife that i really want and I, i'm just waiting to get a few more funds and and quick deviation, I am selling three watches right now. I'm selling, selling the Q Timex Falcon Eye, which is a green dial. I'm selling the Alpha Daytona Homage of the Paul Newman with the, the ST19 movement. And lastly, I'm selling my Orion uh, Mako 2 that's been modified by Crystal Ooh, Times. Sapphire Whoa. Crystal Ceramic Bezel. That is correct. And a coin coin edge bezel with a ceramic Ooh. insert that, that's glowing. So, and that mm. one comes with box papers, the bracelet and everything. And uh, I'm, I'm just trying to get rid of those pieces so I could buy this next one, which is a Nomos Tangente with the mm. display, exhibition case back. I, I really, I don't know what it is about that watch. I typically don't like simple watches, but I don't have a German watch in my collection. I don't have anything Bauhaus in the collection. Right. And I honestly think that Nomos is such an underrated brand. Uh, in-house movement. I mean, in-house design. Uh, they came out after the Berlin Wall fell. Right. And, and, and I don't know, man. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about it, Nomos. So that, That's a great looking watch, man. It is. And I would go for the 35 millimeter, the smaller right. version. Just what? because, of, yeah, the lugs kind of were mm -hmm. big. Right. So I wouldn't want to go for the 40, 40, 41 or whatever mm -hmm. that size is. It does look a little big. And right. also, I think it's such a versatile watch that I would love my wife to wear that watch. Like when we go out, it's like, oh, do you want to wear a watch? Do you want to wear the Nomos? It's just such a classy looking piece. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, yeah. Sure. Anything in the in the horizon for you that you're going to pick up or you're uh... saving for? Um, no, not this moment. Nothing, nothing. Oh, wow. I think, uh, I'm good for right now. What was your latest acquisition? Uh, the Zen. Um, that's right. Talk about it. It's, Zen, it's a little Zen 430, watch. 434 STS is okay. the model number. And it, it's a great looking watch. You know what? The strap on that thing 
it's so nice and so supple. Mm. You know what I mean? And it, it feels great. Like hands down, probably one of the best leather straps, like coming from a watch company, period. Mm. Interesting. You know what I mean, like, I mean, it is nice. Um, but you know, it's it's all black dial, you know what I'm saying? Minimalist, how like, you know, so I'm I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it, man. It's something that's definitely staying in the collection. Great. Yeah. And before that, you picked up a, a really cool one, right? The Brightling. Oh yeah, the Brightling. Uh, oh god, I was going to say the Bright Navy Timer Aerospace. Uh, the Brightling Aerospace. Uh, reference fifty six oh six one. You know what I'm saying? And this thing, I'm, I'm just loving. This is another one that's definitely staying in the collection. You know so. It's, What's your favorite pairing with that Breitling? Like, if you if you had to pair it with a NATO or a cell cloth strap or leather strap, like what's what's the best? Probably the autumn cell cloth. Really, autumn oh, wow. cell cloth. Like, I really like the way that looks. Okay, love the way that looks on there. Um, it looks good on the NATO. It looks good on anything. Then I like the the break the actual bracelet it came on because it got like it's not a uh like a a glad lock but mm. it's like a a smooth like where it just come out like it just stretches out you know what i mean by so, itself or yeah yeah like what? if you have a big wrist yeah like it just automatically stretches out at the class you know, at the class yeah interesting so wow. yeah man it's a it's a killer titanium yeah titanium light as hell light as hell man i think a lot of people are sleeping on those aerospace uh watches yeah. i know omar just picked up uh, uh aerospace after you picked yeah. up yours right right um, i'm an influencer wanted, yeah i'm an influencer yeah he wanted to help shine you let's just just, just be that's real. what it He's is like you know what he got a brightling i need a brightling <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool man as long as he's loving it i'm loving it for him I, I i actually got a chance to check it out yesterday so i met with omar i surprised him for his uh birthday we had a great time and he was wearing that aerospace and man that that crystal yeah. i don't know what it is or how they did it it looks like there is no crystal there i was right. like what the mm-hmm. heck until you move it around a little bit and you feel it with your, with your finger and you're like what the hell how do they right. how do they do that mm-hmm. like it just looks right. like nothing is there and man is unidirectional too so the vessel oh it's they're great watches man that's Tell cool me. That's cool. Underrated for sure. Uh, Well, not anymore. Now that you guys are talking about it, (laughs) it's probably going to go up. Maybe I'm hoping. Yeah, man. So what are, okay. So let me ask you, what is your, your next watch that you're saving for? Cause you're not, you're, you're content right now, but you're always saving for something. Is it, is it that Navi timer? Most yeah, the Navi timer, most likely, you know what, but I do, I do have, no, I'm not going to leave it alive. I do have a surprise, but I don't want to announce it now because I haven't gotten it yet. But when I get it, you'll be the first to know. Wait, wait, wait. So you bought a piece? Yes. I thought you... <laughs> oh, man. Wait, you just bought this in. But I haven't gotten it yet. You, the thing about it is, though, like, getting rid of, like, of all the watches that I've been getting rid of, been opening up for better pieces. Yeah, of course. Of you know course. what I mean? And, so, and, and we've talked about that in the past, right? right? Like Omar and Dave, it's like, 
Yeah. We don't want to come across as snobs as like, oh, we're getting rid of all the Seikos and the Orients to pick up right. like more expensive pieces. It's just a, it's just kind of where our journey is taking us, and it's not about snobbery. It's mm-hmm. about it's quality. It's about what is it about? Just just experiencing different things, right? Because right. we've experienced the inexpensive things, which is they're cool. I mean, we're they're always going to yeah. be near and dear to our hearts and we have pieces Absolutely. that we're never going to get rid of right like the inexpensive mm-hmm. stuff but it is really cool to kind of move up market because at the end of, at the end of the day it's like watches luxury watches should be aspirational it's something yeah. you work towards uh some people yes, don't view watches that way some people just view watches as a, just like a tool so for them spending more than 300 400 is dumb but that's not where we are obviously we're right. super enthusiasts and uh right and, you know, seeing our, our, our friends acquire more expensive pieces obviously leaves you with that taste of wanting to experience that yourself. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, right. you know, uh, I, I just hope that the, the people that started following us don't don't see us deviating from like the inexpensive things to the more expensive oh, no, things and, no. and kind of have a feeling towards it because uh, we will right. always remain humble, always a thousand percent, you know, no snobbery this way. Yeah. No, no, no. no Honestly, whatsoever. we may not like homage watches. We may not like Invicta. We may not like a lot of. I things, love. I love. He's speaking for himself. I love Invicta. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you you like certain Invicta models. Yeah, yeah. Pro you know what? To be fair, I need to check out an Invicta. Uh, what, what's that thing called? The Pro. Pro diver, pro diver, pro diver. Yeah, for the price, I think it's uh, it's a piece that that maybe could get some people into watch collecting, and it looks expensive. It looks expensive. Yeah, so, it's a nice watch. He got the uh, the classic NX thirty five A movement in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with the decorated Invicta yellow rotor. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool. two case back on it. Yeah, it's cool. It's it, honestly that's one of the only Invicta watches that kind of speaks to me. So if I ever had to review one or own one or modify one or whatever. What about the 1953? No. Really? Mm -mm. What? I think the the Pro Diver just kind of... Do you own one? The 1953? No. Hell no. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. No. No, I mean... Have you ever seen one in the metal? No, I haven't seen one at all. Remember, they sold out like as soon as they came out, and I don't yeah, think they was... dropped them again. Oh, you serious? So, yeah, I'm serious. I don't oh. think they dropped them again. Okay. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, no, oh. the, the, there's a lot of things that I definitely want to check out. Um, yeah. I'm just kind of like all over the place, you know, because I, I, people probably don't know that they, they, they I'm, I'm sure they assume, but to, to uh, review a watch, it takes a lot of time, a lot of time. You know, you get it in, you got to interact with the watch, then you look up the specs, then you think, okay, what angle am I going to, am I going to use for the review, right? Um, Because, I mean, you you could just do a straight review, but sometimes, at least for me, I I, I like uh, doing reviews kind of with a purpose, like maybe what what is the angle here? Um, Not every review comes across that way, but um, it's, it's tough. So anyway limited time tons of watches 
So it's like, well, what do I review next? What can I get my hands right. on, right? Because I don't have all the money in the world to be buying watches and they're just going to sit here for a review, you know? Yeah. So, True that. So True that. anyway, man, well, I, I think we covered a lot of different things. We talked a lot about it, a lot of different stuff. Uh, congrats on hitting 3,000 subs on, on YouTube. That's Thank huge. You. Thank you. We're definitely moving up in the world slowly, slowly, but slowly surely. But surely. Yeah. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this and you want to collaborate, you have a topic you really want us to talk about, discuss uh, a person you want us to invite, let us know. Yes, let us sir. Know. You know, um, yeah, let us know. Definitely. We'll love to uh, have uh, just anybody and everybody, you know, whether it's a seasoned collector or a seasoned veteran of like the watch media space or you're new into the hobby and you just have a ton of questions. It's okay. You know, come on, you're invited. We'll talk to you. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think we covered a lot of, a lot of ground, a lot of different topics between, uh, you know, our next watch and, Mm -hmm. uh, watches that, uh, were underwhelming and, 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 uh, and everything in between shout out. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will keep uh, putting these out and uh, hopefully bringing more entertainment to you. And yeah. yeah. So I I would like to leave everyone with a quote. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) Um, This is for us as well as everybody else. Okay. You know what I mean? I just want to say that our lives are dope. Because we do dope shit. Okay. I, I could see, I mean, pretty pretty self-explanatory, I, yeah. I, I guess. But, All right. but if, you, if you're looking for something a little bit deeper, I got you. No, got well, you. well why don't we do this? I think we have a few minutes. I think a lot of people kind of know us, but what was that show you said? The the drinking podcast? Snoop Drink Dogg Champs. Drink, Drink Champs. Okay. Snoop Dogg. Do you mind? This is not planned. This is not scripted. Ask me some of those questions and I'll ask you some of those questions just so our audience maybe really gets to know us a little bit better. I mean, we've been doing this for over two years. I think they know us, but maybe they want to know us a little bit more. And let's um, keep it short. Obviously, I'm not going to give you an hour long answers. Okay. Uh, shoot your shoot your questions and I'll shoot you the same questions and then you can answer them. Genuinely. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Nas or Jay-Z? uh jay-z what okay all right um prince or michael jackson michael jackson well you on the wrong side of the spectrum this morning no uh seiko or tutor tutor okay all right cool cool all right, that's it. I'm just gonna ask three. That's it, just three questions. Just three. That's it. That's it. Wow. Okay. So I guess it's my turn, right? Yes, sir. Um, let me start off with this. Brightling or Timex? <laughs> uh Brightling. Prince or Miles Davis. Oh shoot. Um I'm gonna have to say Prince. Mm. Okay. Definitely gonna have to say Prince. Omar or Dave? No, just kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> that will get us in trouble. Don't answer that. 
<laughs> um, let's see. Automatic or quartz? Automatic. Oh, that's pretty fast. Automatic. I gotta, I gotta ask you one more thing, and let me see. Cause let's see. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do you prefer, loyalty or respect? Don't say love. You can't be. Right, I can't. I can't say love. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like without it, 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 loyalty, you you have to have some type of respect. So I'll say both. Ah, come on. You can't, you got to do one. I'm, I'm big on loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Period in my life. I'm big on loyalty. So I say loyalty. Yeah. I, I guess I figure if you loyal to me, you respect me. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So it's hand in hand. Yeah. Right. It makes sense. And if you, and if you respect me, you love So it works either way. But I, I say loyalty for sure. Yeah. Yeah, huh? I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. cool. Right. That was fast. I was expecting more deeper, meaningful questions about <laughs> man. Look. N- name one time that uh somebody or something changed your life. <laughs> Not oh, those wow. kind of questions. Got it. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, maybe what, we could do this like on the flip end, like if we have some real time to think about it. You yeah. Know I mean? Well, what is your let me ask you this? What's your favorite color, P? Almost like we're on a dating app. Blue. Blue. <laughs> Blue. Yeah. Got it. My favorite, well, I guess it's not a color, but it's a shade. It's black. Just all the okay. time. Just, you know. Yeah. Uh, favorite food? Oh, mac and cheese. Pizza for me, baby. I mac love me some pizza. Pizza mac all day. I, I could eat macaroni and cheese by itself. Yeah, hey, mac and cheese is good. Mac and yeah. cheese is delicious, man. So, uh, yes, sir. But uh, all right, cool. Yeah, I, it, we could think more about things. Or if, you, hey, if you're listening to this, watching, you have questions for us, let me know and we'll answer them next time. But P. Ross, sign off. Where can people find you, man? They can find me at Ross Wrist Watch Love everywhere. Everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? If you want to hear my voice, you can come to this podcast. <laughs> Go to YouTube channel. Check mm-hmm. it out. Get into it. Stop playing with yourself. Because if you ain't watching us, I don't know what y'all ain't what y'all doing. To be honest, so yeah, I'm just I, saying. I, I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're just know. wasting their time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Invest your time wisely. Listen to the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. Yeah. You can find me SoCal Watch Reviews, obviously on YouTube, this podcast, Instagram. Uh, if you have anybody that you want to get involved in, in into watches and they don't speak English, Relojando is my Spanish channel. I haven't really posted there. Uh, sorry, I've been super busy just focusing more on my English channel. But I, I did put a lot of content out over there where people could really grasp what it is about watches that that make us who we are, I guess, whatever. But uh, sure. anyway, so, if you. One more thing. One more thing. Let's do it, P. Looking back is contagious. Oh no. Oh no. Decay of corruption <laughs> goes hand in hand with the fetism of lack of action. Uh. That is deep. I know you keep saying it and it sounds repetitive, but really think about what Pete said. And if you don't know what it means, send him a message. Not send me a message and I'll it. break it down for you. He'll break it down for you, yeah, but it's, it's very deep, it's very meaningful. But uh I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this episode. It's a little more relaxed. Uh, it, 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 if you couldn't tell, nothing was scripted. 
we had no direction whatsoever. This is typically the conversations we get into. You basically just were Listen flying to us on the phone. This is us being on the phone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we left some some hate out, some gossip out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All the shade was no, no all shade. the shade was left out of this yeah. episode. Uh, obviously, we don't want to get in trouble. But uh, no, in all seriousness, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time, P. As, as usual, I know you just came from work. You're super tired. This means a lot. We just got to keep putting content out for you guys. And, oh yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of good watches uh, came out, so we'll talk about it next time. Maybe that uh, Timex GMT. Maybe maybe we'll talk about it next time. But uh, sure. anyway, as always, my friends, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Stay humble.